0: It's the Dogcast, episode 137, Emergency Bowl Game Broadcast. OK, dog fans. It's an emergency bowl game broadcast. It's dogcast number 137. I'm your host Ul, I'm, I'm your host Derek, and I've got with me as usual, right here in the bunker, old dog. Uh, I'll tell you what we're not going to do. We're not going to talk about the Sugar Bowl. We're not going to talk about Hawaii, except just a little bit. What well, we're going to talk about this is just a short little show to recap this past weekend. Crazy weekend in football, old dog. Lightning, lightning struck. The one thing that could not happen. Number one and number two, a four-win Pittsburgh knocking off West Virginia. A 29-point underdog taking West Virginia out. Old Dog, how are you feeling Saturday night when number one and number two lost?
1: Well, I tell you, I mean, I'm like you. I couldn't believe that it happened. I figured, man, we are in the national championship game, and then all of the sour talk starts. You know, immediately. What yeah, and and the interesting thing was all of that talk was definitely related to Georgia and not Ohio State. I mean, it was like, well, you know, if one and two lose, certainly Ohio State's going to move in there. But
0: Georgia, but, I don't but, know. But, but you know. Georgia,
1: no, man, somebody that, that's seventh instead of fourth,
0: needs to jump
1: because they beat Tennessee. Uh, You know, that got a little bit crazy. Now, you know, you can debate, and we certainly will, whether Georgia should be playing for the national championship or not with two losses, one to South Carolina and one to Tennessee. But I'll tell you this, there's a much bigger debate, in my opinion, whether Ohio State ought to be in. Now, granted, they only lost one game, but they didn't play anybody.
0: They didn't play a single top twenty team all season, and they played the seventy ninth toughest schedule in the country. They had, I mean, it was it was terrible. I mean, it was te- it's the thing that the thing that bugs me, old dog, is like you said, how arbitrary the system is. You know, one and two lose. You know, we have a system. When one and two lose, three and four moves up. That works good for 11 weeks out of the season. They voted us number four last week because they liked us at number four last week. They knew that we weren't going to play in the conference championship, but that's okay because they like us at number four. That was before they knew one and two were going to lose. One and two lose, three and four should move up. That would have happened any other week of the season. But this last week of the season, no, we can't have that. Let's move three, but let's don't move four. Let's move number seven to number two. That's what makes me mad is the fact that they just make it what they want it to be. The poll has nothing to do with anything because they're going to put teams where they, quote unquote, they want them.
1: Well, yeah, and I mean, to me, too, the the whole BCS thing is just such a sham at this point because it was like they got together and said, oh, hell, you know, man, one and two lost. We never figured this could happen. We need to start shuffling stuff around, and I mean, as big a bitch and gripe as we've got, I tell you, Oklahoma does, too. I mean, why, you know, why LSU?
0: Right, and just look, yeah, exactly. And you want to argue, you know, and, that and
1: again, why, you know, I mean, why Ohio State? I mean. You know, it's because Georgia, it's Oklahoma. because
0: they want it. They, that's right. Like Lou Holtz, Herb Street, Corso, that's what they want, you know? It's like ESPN. I'm telling Lou Holtz immediately went on the attack. Well, you know, it was like Ohio State, yeah. Georgia, no way. You know? We like Georgia at four, but we don't like Georgia at two. And th- you know, the arbitrariness of this of the thing is what bugs me. However, having said all that, I'm not saying that LSU doesn't have a case. I just don't like the fact that it's you know obvious to everybody that it should be LSU and Ohio State. There can't be a dialogue on it. There's no you know because this thing is media driven. ESPN tells you on Saturday night who you're supposed to vote for, and then Sunday morning all the coaches get together and vote.
1: Exactly, and it's like man, and you're crazy as hell if you don't, and we're gonna rip you.
0: Exactly. Now, you know, constantly. And
1: again, you know, and LSU has really their play through this season has gone steadily downhill. Yeah. Their best game was probably against Virginia Tech, which I think was the first or second game they played this season. Other than that, they have not been spectacular. I mean, you know, he mouths off, you know, saying that, you know, well, you know, we haven't lost, Miles does, you know, we haven't lost a game in regulation. Well, uh, uh, you Come know,
0: on with that crap. Haven't lost a, like, oh, we're the best team in regulation? You know, well, we haven't,
1: well, we haven't lost a game in the last two years of the season.
0: Yeah, the two teams, the team he lost to—I mean, the teams he lost to—we throttled. Okay, yeah. that's all. That's all you need to know. I mean, you can't make the well, body of, of work. Them. Yeah, you can't make the body of work argument for LSU. You just can't. No, and, but
1: but they but the media did. I know. And then just discounted ours.
0: I mean, it was like they brought
1: up the fact that Tennessee beat us. Right. You know, one con- you know, there's their common opponent. Tennessee throttles Georgia, and LSU barely squeaks by, beating them by seven when Eric Ainge has a horrible game. So obviously, if Tennessee beat Georgia and LSU beats Tennessee, then LSU's better than Georgia. Yeah. I never heard the I never heard one of those guys say, but but wait a minute, didn't. LSU lose to Kentucky
0: and in Georgia three overtimes and
1: and didn't Kentucky put like forty eight or fifty points on the board? Yeah, you don't and hear that. And didn't Georgia hold them to thirteen points and beat them by you know whatever we did?
0: I know. You I don't mean, you don't just, hear that. You don't hear that. And that's that's I guess that's my problem is the fact that it's just so arbitrary. And that, I tell you, you want to move have, seven to two, no problem. You know, right.
1: And I would have had more respect for them if they had said, look, we like LSU better than Georgia, so we're going to put them in the national championship game because Les Miles is a more flamboyant coach than Mark Rick is.
0: Lobby and 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 Les Miles.
1: And so that's what we're going to do. And like I say, I mean, we're not the only team in this thing. That, that has a gripe. I think Oklahoma does, too. Uh, I really, you know, Virginia Tech, maybe uh, all this talk about USC being the best team out there. Come on, let's get real.
0: Exactly. But look, I mean, they, I think they've played
1: two teams this season with a winning record.
0: But hang on just a second. let Let's. If you want to talk about teams getting hosed, before we get there, because I do want to talk about that, too, I want to be clear, okay, about something. I'm not... You know, comp- I'm not on fi- I'm not incensed about this. Let's let's just let's take a reality check here, old dog. Okay, we can argue and be pissed about the BCS and one and two and three and four and all that kind of stuff. But look, after losing to South Carolina, after losing to Tennessee, after losing a fumble and then recovering it ourselves on the final drive to win at Vanderbilt by three points. I think we've got to be thankful that we have the opportunity to be disappointed. I mean, honestly, I'm happy just to be a part of the conversation the way the first five weeks of our season went. I'm not, you know, I'm not mad at LSU. If I were an LSU fan, I think LSU's got a case. I think lots of teams have got a case. I think the system is bad. I think the system is arbitrary and media-driven, and that's bad. But. Do I think LSU doesn't have a case? Am I bitter or mad that LSU's playing for the national championship? Not particularly. I mean, I think we have a case. I think they have a case. There's lots of teams that have a case. It's been a crazy year in college football. I just don't like how a couple of guys up in Connecticut can get together and just make it what they want it to be. I mean, if in the regular season, if a seventh-place team jumped ahead of a fourth-place team into the number two slot, people would go crazy. I mean, that would be, that would be unheard of, you know? But in the last week, that's okay because that's what they want. That's what they were pushing for for the last eight weeks, you know? Oh, yeah. And, and lobbying Les Miles is right there to tell you, we're the best team in regulation. I mean, come on. Look at look at Missouri man. Missouri was number 1 on Saturday. On Sunday they're playing in a dagum Cotton Bowl and the team they beat 7 days ago is going to make 17 million in a BCS game. How how does Missouri feel? I mean, how does how does Oklahoma feel, you know? I'm I'm just I'm over the Big Ten. That's something else I want to talk about too. You gonna to tell me LSU's not gonna hand Ohio State their head? You're gonna tell me Florida is not gonna trounce Michigan? Come on, I'm so done with the Big Ten, man.
1: Oh, I know, but but the pollsters love it.
0: I know. And the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl loves the Big Ten, too. They're oh. going to take, take Illinois over the Dogs because they're just so into that Big Ten tie-in. And what the Rose Bowl committee doesn't know, Big Ten, dead. One notch above the whack if they're lucky, you know? Yeah. So I'm sick of the Big Ten. I'm sick of the BCS. I'm sick of the Arbor. We need a system. I'm not saying we need a – I'm not saying – and I know the BCS was supposed to be the system, but it's – I don't know. Hell, in years where only the computers pick, somebody's complaining. In years where people pick, other people are complaining. This is, I guess, our year to complain, you know?
1: Yeah, well, and you just made a good argument for a playoff.
0: You're right. I mean, we don't have the same argument that Tuberville had. Hell, you know, you go 11-0 and and win the SEC and you can't play for the national championship? Now, yeah, that's that, a, that's an argument, okay? That sure is. We don't have that kind of argument, and I'm not that level of mad, you know? In a year where we're dancing on the star at Vanderbilt because of a three-point victory, i got to be pretty damn happy about playing in the Sugar Bowl. Oh, which, yeah. Which brings us to the Sugar Bowl. Let's talk a little bit about the actual Sugar Bowl. Old Dog, i got to tell you two things about the Sugar Bowl. I mean, to me, playing Hawaii, that's a lose-lose proposition for us.
1: Absolutely. It's a a no-win situation. We beat Hawaii by 50 points. Everyone, you know, yeah, well, of course. You weren't playing anybody. They weren't playing anybody. Those folks play out in the whack. Hawaii plays us close. We win by seven. Well, Georgia wasn't all that. I don't see what they've got to complain about. They can't about.
0: even. They can't even beat Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have. It's a no. It's a very dangerous situation for the Bulldogs. And. Listeners, I'm telling you, we're going to do plenty of coverage on Hawaii, Sugar Bowl buildup. We're going to tell you everything you need to know about Hawaii, if there's anything you don't already know about the Rainbow Warriors. We're going to be talking about that later in the month. This is not that show, but just for the dog players that might be listening, dog coaches that we know are listening, the last time we played a gimmick offense— And that's what I'm calling Hawaii. They're a gimmick offense. They have a regular play, old dog. Double reverse halfback pass is just a regular part of their offense. They are a gimmicky, they're not traditional football. They're not a really good football team. They're a gimmick. They're a punchline. Having said that, though, the last time we played a gimmicky offense in the Sugar Bowl, a guy named Steve Slayton ran for like 1,700 yards in three quarters. So we've got to be ready. Just because it's a lose-lose situation doesn't mean I don't want to win the game. Doesn't mean I want to get my butt embarrassed by Hawaii. And you better believe Hawaii's going to come to win because they've got oh, yeah. something to prove. They've got a lot more to prove than we do, or that's going to be the perception. But it's no not, about it. It's not the reality, though. We've got to prove that we belong on the national stage. We've got to prove to people like Corso, Herb Street, whoever, Holtz, and the rest of the crew, we've got to get in that national conversation. And struggling with Hawaii is not the way to do it.
1: You're right there. You're right there. No, we need just to come out, blow them off the field, and uh, take our number one ranking in next year's uh, poll.
0: I totally agree. So we're going to talk a lot more about Hawaii over the next couple of weeks, guys. I hope you all had a great holiday. It was, I mean, this thing, you know, and I hope you have a good holiday the rest of the month. This thing this past weekend with Pittsburgh and Oklahoma was insane, man. Oh, it was crazy. (laughs) And I got to tell you, Old Dog, as you already know, I was in a bar, a cheeseburger joint, in Ohio, being served by an Ohio State fan, a Buckeye. I'm wearing my full Georgia rig, and... uh I tell you, that was pretty fun. It was pretty fun watching Pittsburgh beat West Virginia with a bunch of Ohio State fans. And they're talking about what they're going to do to Georgia. And I'm saying, you know, didn't you get enough of the SEC in the last national championship game you played against an SEC team? We're way better than Florida. We hung 40 on the team that beat you by 40, and you're not as good as you were last year. You know, do you really want to play another SEC team in a national championship game? That was real fun. Yeah, you know, there are just so many
1: things you can point out to those people that... uh,
0: That they don't like to hear. Exactly. (laughs) Well, the last thing I want to talk about, Old Dog, I don't know if you've got anything else on your list, but I do want to talk for just a second about uh, the blackout. Yeah. Because, you know, we've gotten a lot of email. We actually had a caller on Dog Dial last week talking about the blackout. And um, for those of you who don't know, Coach Rick did call for a blackout. It was... I think it was two things. He was responding to the seniors because he was trying to, you know, appease the seniors. And he was trying to make the team feel a little better about the fact that they got they got snubbed, you know. So I think it was an off-the-cuff decision. And I'm telling you, I think it was a bad decision, old dog. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I do too. I mean, that's the kind of thing that we need to reserve Maybe pull them out every other year or something, and reserve for a big rival. I mean, I don't think we need to be wearing those things unless we're playing at Tennessee and Auburn, or when we're the home team down in Florida. I hear you. I, I mean, you know, to pull out, you know, to pull out your your nuke, you know, against Hawaii, to me is just giving Hawaii more credit than they deserve. But again, you know, I. I guess Coach Rick. Hey, I think it was off the cuff. He was looking for something, and he's going to need to fire this team up because I tell you, like, like me and you, and a lot of the nation, we're part of this is happy we made a BCS bowl, but there's another part of it saying, man, we got host in this thing, and I know that's what the players are thinking. Right. And I think at this point, Coach Rick is just he remembers. He remembers when we went in to Atlanta and played the Sugar Bowl there in the Dome. We were all, you know, man, who's West Virginia? Who's wh- these <laughs> yeah. these guys wear ears and burn couches on their front porch when exactly. they win. Exactly. You know, man, we're going to beat these rubes to death. We don't even need be playing them.
0: Why are we they even just, here?
1: And like you say, I mean, you know, bam, in a bout of an eye, they were beating us by 20 points. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I think... I think he is doing everything he can to bring that extra energy and that fire to the team. And if it takes black jerseys to do it, then I guess that's what he's thinking. Uh, I don't agree with it, but... uh, there have been a couple of things I haven't agreed with Coach Rick on this year, <laughs> and uh, he's certainly proven me wrong. Really? So, a couple? Well, just uh, that I can remember.
0: <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah, I think, one, I would never pull the black jerseys more than once in a year. I think it's a, you know, once every other year, once every third year thing, just like you said. And I think if you pull them more than once a year, that devalues you know, the blackout, that devalues the, the awesomeness. Like you said, it's, it's our nuke. If, if you do it more than once a year, it's just a uniform option. If you do it every other year, every third year, then it's something special. And like you said also, the more important point, pulling it on Hawaii at once Gives Hawaii more credibility and more power than they probably deserve. Makes us look more afraid of them than we probably should. I mean, it's just altogether bad. We just need yeah. to play our regular base game, red jerseys, play SEC football, and bring the pressure and beat these kids down. We don't need to pull our nuke. That, like you said, that should be that's an SEC rival thing. They don't deserve the nuke, you know? There's there's it. There's the old dog ringer. That's Uh, it. Catch that call, old dog. I got one more thing. I I got to say. Go ahead. Bye. Bye. Old dog is off the line there now. He's going to be talking to whoever it is he talks to in the background. Listen to this, guys. One more thing I want to say before we go. And you can... (laughs) This is he. We're totally... Let's listen in on old dog as he talks to whoever he's talking to. No. Here's what I want to say. The blackout, using the blackout against Hawaii just devalues it. Using it more than once in a year, that devalues it. Using it on Hawaii, that devalues it. We need to make the blackout something special. Now, having said that, I'll wear the black. I mean, you know, if he wants the blackout, we're going to do it. We've got to do it right. That's our job as fans. But I wish he hadn't called for the blackout. Last thing, dog fans, I'm going to put a link in the show notes on the website. Go and vote for NoSean Moreno Freshman of the Year. They're taking people out. It's down to three. It's really down to two. It's between Michael Crabtree and no Sean Moreno. We need to get the votes in there for Moreno. You can do it, I think, once a day from, one com- from each computer. So every computer you have has a vote every day. So get as many votes as you can. Use the link on the show notes over and over and over. Let's get that in there because Moreno deserves it. And if we can't win the national championship, let's win something. That's it, dog fans. We'll be back with plenty of pregame shows. Uh, Sugar Bowl coverage, you know we're on top of it. Everything the dogs do here in Athens, we got it covered for you. We're going to do a dog dial tonight, and I'll put that up later in the week, okay? So thanks for listening. Emergency dog, ca- Emergency dog Cast is over. Thanks for listening. Give us a call and tell us what you think about the bowl game pairings, 706-534-1516, or email us at dogcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Go dogs. See you in New Orleans. Hey guys, love your show. Uh, on a long trip here, I decided to pop in a little tape of South Carolina myself, and it was the podcast of you two after the South Carolina game. I think you need to listen to that one, the Western Kentucky game. Uh, excuse me, Western Carolina game, just to uh, just to hear how destitute us dog fans can get, and how good things can turn out. Go dogs!
1: Oh my gosh, Dogcast! It's Jana from Furbanks, SoCal Dogs. Are we going to the national championship? I guess we'll wait till tomorrow, but one or two just lost, so it really looks good. Go dogs! Sick of woof 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 woof.